Head over to miniaturemarket.com where they have thousands of board games at discounted prices like Castles of Burgundy 20th Anniversary. Hello my friends, it's the Game Boy Geek here. Back in 2011, Castles of Burgundy came out, designed by Stefan Feld, and it was a huge hit. Even today, with all the new big games coming out all the time, it's still listed as the 15th best game ever made, according to Board Game Geek, as the time I shot this video. But just at the late last year, in 2019, a 20th anniversary edition came out. Don't get confused. The original came out in 2011. This is the 20th anniversary of the publisher, Aaliyah. Anyways, they redid the art. Uh, it looks a lot better, and they added you know, uh, nine, I believe nine different expansion modules. So I'm going to, since I've never reviewed this before, I'm going to give you a normal review for Castles of Burgundy, but then I'm going to compare it to the older version. So, all right, since I haven't reviewed this before, I'm going to tell you my normal review, then I'll go over the expansions, then I'll go over the comparison with the other one. Now, Castles of Burgundy itself, I find to be an extremely engaging dice action selection game where, you know, you're rolling those dice, uh, but you're able to manipulate those dice with the workers to get what you need. And you're trying to figure out each turn, okay, I've rolled these two dice, what am I gonna do? Do I need to get tiles? Do I need to place tiles? Do I need to get more workers? Do I need to sell some goods? You're really selecting four different possible actions, but with that and the two dice you've rolled and seeing what's out there and seeing which turn it is, because as the turns go on, the tiles get scarcer and scarcer as to which ones you're gonna be getting for that round or possibly being able to, to get. And it, 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 it's just a really engaging game. It's, it, the mechanisms aren't overbearing. They're pretty simple. Roll two dice, pick one of four actions for each of the two dice, and do your thing. But there's a lot of decision-making in this space. Um, manipulating the dice is a big thing, because, you know, Euro gamers typically don't like a lot of luck in their games, but this has luck. But if you want to mitigate it, you can get workers. You can spend turns to get workers. A certain tiles will get you more workers, different buildings and such. And I love the fact that you're trying to decide when to use that currency, when you really need to manipulate that. Uh, or, you know, it's like, ooh, can I, I can manipulate this to get that one last castle tile out there? Or do I want to save that worker for later and use this die for whatever I can normally get with it right now? Those are some of the tough decisions you make in this game. I like that you're racing to complete different sections on your board. And the earlier rounds give you more points. So you're trying to finish them. So maybe you try to finish some of the smaller ones early and get the big, you know, 10 points at the first round or whatever. But the bigger places are going to get you more and more points you know, the bigger they are. So again, it's another sort of push and pull. What are you gonna go after, depending on what, what section of the game it is? And you're sort of racing to be able to do that, not necessarily against other players, but against yourself, trying to, 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 to get things done as fast as possible. And again, as those rounds go on and as those tiles start to, to, to get sucked up by other players, it really produces a great amount of tension in the game where you're like, oh, I really need this tile, what do I do? And then someone else takes it and you get all upset and it's just the way it works. Or do you, you know, spend money to get the ones from the middle that also are somewhat random, but you know what they're there at the beginning of the, of, of the round. Uh, so the, the tension in this game is fantastic. The game scales well with the boards on both sides, two, three, and four players. Uh, and there's, it's a, it's a Stefan Feld game, right? So it's point salad, different ways to score pastures and the mon monasteries and the different goods, lots of different ways to score. Of course, the main ways in this one is trying to finish your areas, but there's other sub, you know, subsequent strategies to go along as well. And each of those tiles doing different things has you go down different strategies. I like, uh, the different board setups where you can play with the normal board, you can play with the number two board, you can play with the 11 boards, which allows you to try to uh, connect the different uh, towers. That's one of the expansions. Um, in this one, versus the older one, 
the, the new colors here are much more vibrant. As you can see, you know, you put it next to it, the other ones are just so drab and so muted. Uh, this is nice and vibrant, gives it a nice, nice new look. The board's bigger, the tiles are bigger. Um, now onto the expansions, you know, from what I read, like eight of the nine or most of these were, were somewhat available at some points with different promos and such. Uh, and some of them were still hard to get. So it's nice that they put them all together and then one new expansion. Uh, uh, as the expansion goes, I've read some people don't like to put them all together. I didn't have a problem with that. Um, I could see that the one that people have the most problem with is sort of the ends, that sort of wild good that only one comes out per round, but you could buy that and it could be anything. It helps you complete some of the bigger sections. And I've heard people are like, well, it takes some of the tension out of the game. I didn't find it that bad because there's only one per round. And if, if they don't get taken, you know, they, get, they keep getting stacked more and more. But I like that one. I really liked all the expansions. More monastery tiles, cool. Um, the, uh, you know, the, the, the new board sides, uh, the, the team game, I don't really care that much. The solo game, I'm glad it has that there. Uh, the trade routes, I really like that, where you're trying to, you know, sell goods in the specific order. That was a cool little puzzle to add. The, um, the shields was awesome. Like putting those shields in those goods and being able to get them with doubles, but then having to pay for it every round, but it gives you a lot of points and a cool ability. I really like the shields. Uh, overall, I, I oh, in, in the extra pastures, the little wild duck things, that's cool too. So I don't see a reason why you wouldn't want to just play this with all the expansions after you've, after you've played the game a couple of times. Uh, and again, the solo mode just works well too, which I believe was not in the original. On the negative side of things, the even with it being a little bigger and nicer art, the icons are still really small on the yellow monastery tiles. It's really hard to see them. You kind of almost have to pick the tile up and look at it and then look at the book. After you play the game a few times, you'll know what they do, but you still, the, the icons are still kind of small. And granted, if they made them bigger, then the tiles wouldn't have been as nice looking, but in this case, I might have went for function over art because the art isn't that great anyway. Sure, it's better than the original, but to today's standards, it's still not up to speed with everything else and other you know other games these days this game is all about the dice you're rolling two dice you're manipulating the dice and the dice that are in there are just the plain old small little generic dice you can buy at the dollar store i just really wish that they would have made this special edition have much you know bigger or chunkier dice make them really feel nice in your hands of course it would have increased the cost but man i really wish they would have done that because i mean this game is all about the dice uh, and also the rule book itself was not great. It's hard to learn the game from just the rule book. <clears throat> Even the setup uh, procedures, they tell you to get all these things, but they don't give you, they're not really showing you what these components really look like. So rule book, thumbs down on that as well. But overall, Castles of Burgundy is an amazing game. I'm not a humongous Steppenfeld game, but this is definitely one of my favorites of his. I'm still like teetering between this and Carpe Diem. Uh, but this is definitely an, a, a fantastic game. It doesn't overstay its welcome, and this is definitely a better version. Now, this version is definitely more expensive than the original, but after looking at this, you should be able to tell for yourself if it's worth it to you. I think it is. Uh, and for all these reasons, this is getting a saxophone serenade. I'm finally going to have a copy of Castles of Burgundy in my gaming library, so let's hit it with a saxophone serenade. <laughs> Did you miss the Game Topper 2.0 Kickstarter? Have no fear, it's not too late to get in on the ultimate gaming accessory. 
Convert your table into a high-quality gaming table with a fully portable game topper system and take advantage of some of the best 3mm premium gaming mats in the industry. New styles, new sizes, and new accessories can be yours. Upgrade every game you play by late backing now at GameToppersLLC.com.